Excellency, the House of Commons has elected me their speaker, though I'm but little able... That's what it sounded like two years ago in Ottawa for the opening of the last parliament in the fall of 2019. 338 members of parliament crowded into the Senate chamber for the stately proceedings after the Liberals had won a second term under Justin Trudeau. Well, this Monday's official ceremony might not look exactly the same because of COVID restrictions, but Canada's newest Jewish members of Parliament are excited and feeling like it's the first day of school. Because in a way, it is, for Melissa Lansman, the newly elected Conservative MP for Thornhill, and also for Yara Sachs. Sachs won York Centre for the Liberals in a by-election just a year ago, and she was re-elected this time in September, but she hasn't actually sat inside the House of Commons in person because everything's been done mostly by Zoom during the pandemic. So this Monday, they'll both be in Ottawa, and they'll learn some important things like where their seats will be in the House of Commons. There are some serious issues on the government's agenda, like the floods in BC, the high cost of living, the pandemic, and tackling anti-Semitism. Meanwhile, both politicians plan to make their parliamentary offices look and feel proudly Jewish. Let's, uh, let's, let's have some fun in the office, put a mezuzah up, and, uh, and make sure that, that the constituents of Thornhill know that this is, uh, this is a welcoming place to, uh, to Jews and, uh, you know, that uh, a Jewish person now occupies that seat for a little while. I'm Ellen Besner, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like for Monday, November the 22nd, 2021. Welcome to the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Canada's 44th Parliament is set to resume on Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, although the real work won't start until later in the week after a speaker is elected and when the Governor-General reads the speech from the throne, outlining the Liberals' major plans. There are about 10 pieces of legislation they want to introduce during the first four weeks, and on that list of interest to the Jewish community are laws to crack down on social media giants who allow online hate and terrorist content, and also child pornography, to be posted. There were seven Jewish MPs re-elected, and the eighth, Lansman, is the rookie, but she's already been appointed to the Conservatives' shadow cabinet as critic for transportation. Yara Sachs has been the point person for a new mental health program developed for MPs and their staff to help with the stress of public life during the pandemic. And both have security plans in place worked out with the House of Commons Sergeant-at-Arms in case of threats to their personal safety. And both have been targeted, including one death threat. Coming up, we'll speak with the pair. They may be on opposite sides politically, but they have a lot in common in how their Jewishness informs what this new session of Parliament will look like. First, though, here's what's making news elsewhere in Canada right now. I'm Eric Bissell in Montreal, and this is what Jewish Canada sounds like. With the devastating floods in B.C., the Jewish Federation of Greater Vancouver has launched a fundraising drive for the communities and people in need. Federation donated $10,000, and by Friday the fund was at 27000 and counting. Staff have also reached out to the community members they know of in the affected zones, and they're partnering with interfaith groups to see what help is needed in the short term and the long term. If you know anyone who's impacted, I'd love to speak with them for the CJN Daily, so please connect us. <music> 
Monday won't be Melissa Lansman's first time on Parliament Hill since the election, or Yarosaks's either. Both were recently sworn into office in separate private ceremonies in Ottawa. And they join me now. So let's talk logistics. Um, can you start, Melissa, and uh, tell us, you know, how is it going to work? Have you got a place in Ottawa? What's the story with back and forth? Or is it hybrid? So we, we actually don't know the answer to, uh, to that question yet. I suspect that it's going to be some, some version of, uh, of hybrid, although, although I prefer that it's uh, in person. And I've spent a little bit of time in Ottawa. We've had a number of caucus meetings. So I just got back uh, um, on, uh, on Friday morning. And uh, it's uh, in terms of a place, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see how it goes. Uh, lots of people had a place. Uh, we went into a, a pandemic and those places sat empty. So for, for now, I'm going to play it by ear and, uh, and see if we can do the commute. And what about you, Yara? What is the you know, situation with your physical place here and going back to Ottawa? So like Melissa said, we're in this interesting in-between place right now. Um, you know, we're going all going to be in the house on Monday and it's nice to to begin the session and get to work but at the same time you know our house leaders and our whips are, are meeting and really hashing out what makes sense for all of us you know I, I often say to people we have to remember every day at question period there are close to 500 people in that room between um, all 338 of us and translators and support staff security teams and all of those people and we need to keep everyone safe and we need to figure out what works best and, and the science behind that. And, and I'm sure we'll find a way forward because we all want to get work done. Do you know yet where you're going to be sitting? No one really knows where their seat's going to be quite yet. Well, well, it'll be an exciting day on Monday. Uh, it's like first day of school situation. Where's my desk? Can you describe for our listeners, Melissa, what it felt like to be sworn in? And then we'll ask because you're the rookie. So then we'll ask Yara afterwards. Well, I look, I am. Um, it's one of those times where, um, you know, it, it happens in the movies where all the noise around you just stops and it goes quiet. And uh, and you realize this incredible responsibility that people have entrusted you with. And uh, and for me, uh, it was a it was a little bit of a subdued party. I'd, I'd like to have one of those like big parties with a thousand people on the on the front lawn. I'm I'm one of those people, but instead we were limited to uh, you know to 20 people including yourself. So it was my you know my family and uh, and my closest friends and and one of the things that uh, that I will share. So mine was on October 28th and the reason I know that date so well is that it's you know a day less of the day that my mother passed away so last year. So it was almost um, you know, to have my father there, to have my entire family there, and uh, and to have my mom watching was uh, was very special because I I know that she would have been wanted to be a part of uh, of the last year of my life because she was cheering for uh, for all of the uh, thirty six years before that. Did you? Ha- I know you you use an art scroll um, uh, sitter because everyone was commenting on it on on social media. Um, did you do anything other than that in terms of Jewishness for your swearing in? You know, I asked the House of Commons whether whether they had one, and they said no. So I'm like BYOB. Um, we're going to bring our own. And uh, and you know, part of part of what I also got during my swearing swearing in is I had the you know I had the immense pleasure of uh, of taking over and um, filling the big big shoes of Peter Kent. And uh, you know, he's passed on to me at the dinner that evening that we all had together uh, um, a mezuzah that uh, that Rabbi Balka, the late Rabbi Balka of of uh, Ottawa, gave him to put on uh, on. Thornhill's office door. Now it's not my office; it's the office of the constituents 
of uh, of Thornhill, and that's made of uh, of the Iron Dome. So we'll uh, we'll also do that when the uh, when the time comes, and uh, hopefully we can mix it in with a bit of a Hanukkah celebration. And uh, of course, that invite is extended to uh, to you, Yara. I'm in the Confederation Building, and let's let's uh, let's let's have some fun in the office. Put a mezuzah up, and, uh, and amazing. And Yara, how was yours? I saw you had two daughters, and I assume that was that older couple were who were they it was my mom and my stepdad and um also like melissa i brought my sidur from associated when we came back from israel and um you know i had done gun in israel i, I was this like punchy kid that really didn't speak much english and 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 got the sidur and and so we had my sidur and then we had my daughter's um chumash from the tivot from grade one as well so i swore on both because this is really from generation to generation, you know, what we teach our children is how we model ourselves. And, and to have that legacy as, as I was being sworn in was really, really important to me. Um, like Melissa, I have a mezuzah ready to put up on my, my office door and it's one that my kids made um, in school because- I have um, one of those. everybody keeps Yes, them. everyone <laughs> has one of those and nobody puts them up. So I'm putting mine up because I think it's really important that we we emphasize that um, Judaism isn't kind of some this out there thing. It, it, it's very personal to each and every one of us, you know, whether it's a Hanukkah party in the office, Melissa, I'm down for sure. All right, we need to pivot to the politics now of all the fun and touchy-feely <laughs> stuff is over. And now we've got to talk about the first hundred days of government. There's a lot of eyes from the Jewish community uh, on, on the liberals. So Yara, um, with the opening of parliament what do you see how quickly will this stuff get done and then we'll send it back to melissa so um we made a very firm commitment that within the first 100 days that we would address the online hate legislation and i'm really uh eager to get to work on that and uh, i am absolutely committed to to this work um i was committed in my work on the anti-semitism summit of getting it going and i'm very proud of the work that we did that day and i'm proud of the funding that came out of that it was three uh, you know um i advocated for 340,000 to uja federation um to address online hate and do a study here right here in Toronto and working with our community to make sure that we're getting to the roots of it from, from the Jewish lens and the Jewish perspective, because that the narrative matters. In terms of the anti-Semitism file and in terms of that, um, you know, hate legislation uh, for, you know, Facebook, Anthony Housefathers Committee has been working on it for, you know, months and months. So uh, it was a promise, a Prime Minister promise. What are you guys looking for? Yeah, look, I haven't seen a piece of legislation, so it'd be hard to comment. But on the on the on anti-Semitism, we've seen a rise. Um, we've seen the community be um, extremely, uh, you know, fearful um, and 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 frankly more vocal than we have been in in the last number of years on this. And and that's because it's hitting home. Uh, and I've always talked about well, we've got no deterrence in the system. Um, and and legislation is is you know is is one step on online hate. And I think we've got to be very careful when the government starts. Uh, starts regulating uh, the internet. I think we saw, you know, we saw a version of that come out in a uh, in a bill on uh, on regulation on content. So we've got to be careful about what we're legislating on the internet because I'm not sure that the answer is uh, uh, is is just get rid of all of it and it'll magically go away. Um, I think there has to be another piece of this, and there has to be powerful deterrence to see that when somebody is painting a swastika on something, when somebody is carrying a flag, uh, when anti-Semitism exists 
exists right here at home in my community, in Yara's community, in the communities around Toronto and around this country, that there is a consequence for doing that. And right now we haven't seen any of that. Um, and I think it's really nice for uh, for everybody to say that this, you know, that we have conferences and that this is not, you know, that this is unacceptable. But at some point, the community is going to look at uh, at politicians and say, you got to do something to stop this. Uh, they're going to look at law enforcement. You got to do something to stop this. And so we can enable that. Right. All right. Last little thing. Monday is a big day. People, when they go to school the first day, they get a new purse. They get new <laughs> Uh, a new tunic. Do you have anything specific or that you're bringing with you? Have you thought about it that you want to share with us? Comfortable shoes to walk <laughs> precinct. Um, other than my house pin and and um, a good attitude, uh, just just excited to walk into the house and 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 see my colleagues. Yeah, look, I will never say no to uh, an excuse to buy a new pair of uh, sneakers. I'm a, I'm a sneakers person. Uh, I think there should be more sneakers in the House of Commons, and that's totally allowed. But I, I will, uh, I will, you know, I will pay tribute to to my mother and wear one of the many, many, many things that uh, that I got from her because I think there is one thing that I'm missing in all of this journey, and it's uh, it's her seeing the end of it. So when I take my seat in the House of Commons, she will be there. <music> And that's what Jewish Canada sounds like for this episode of the CJN Daily, sponsored by Metropia. Integrity, community, quality, and customer care. Today's listener shout-out goes to Eileen Goldman. She's a former Montrealer living in California, and she listens to the CJN Daily in her car on her commute, and she sent me a photo to prove it. You can too. Let me know how you listen. And we'll close today's episode with a sneak peek at a story that we're working on about the Canadian Holocaust survivor from Austria who pushed Austria to build a Wall of Names Shoah monument. It was unveiled last week in Vienna. It had an emotional impact on me to the extent that my two grandmothers are named on the wall. So they are not forgotten. And the 64,000 other Austrian Jews are not forgotten.